This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. We got to talk to East Carolina quarterback Holden Aylers. He joins us inside the Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Holden, how you doing today? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, Holden coming off the uh, loss to Tulane. Uh, obviously, got to bounce back quick because Memphis isn't going to wait. They're going to be here on Saturday. So what was the, uh, the your Sunday like as you uh, try to get over that loss to Tulane? Yeah, uh, we, we, it was a, a bitter pill to swallow. We had to watch the film and, and figure out what went wrong and then get on once you're done with the film. I mean, that, that game is done with. you got to move on from it. So uh, we're, we're already on to Memphis. Uh, I was just watching film on them, and they're a good football team. There's a good football team coming in here, but uh, we're going to have to play our best to win it, and that's what we're going to have to do. Holton, this is Troy. I don't want to dwell on last week as uh, we've got a big game coming up here in Greenville at uh, night game, 7.30 kickoff, Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. But I do want to uh, touch on last weekend. You mentioned you look at the tape, you guys try and decipher what went wrong and then move on, learn from it. After looking at the tape and uh, talking with the coaches and, and your teammates, what, what do you feel went wrong on Saturday? Yeah, it's got to be better. I mean, I, th- I thought we started off good on offense and we were moving the ball good and they made adjustments, and honestly, quite honestly, we, did, we didn't really make too many adjustments. So uh, we all got to be better, and, and, and we know that, and we've seen that on film now. And, you know, when, when other teams make adjustments, we got to make adjustments too to, to be able to win the game. Holden Naylor's joining us, holding on the throw to Hatfield in the end zone. I, I thought Brock Osweiler did a pretty good job, former quarterback, breaking it down, and they showed the replay, and he, he said, if if Aylers delivers this ball a little earlier, this is a touchdown. When you went back and watched it, did you see that? Should you have gone somewhere else? What happened on that pick to uh, Hatfield in the end zone? No, no, he was right. If I would have got rid of it earlier, um, it, it would have been there, and we, we worked on that play you know open field really I, it was more of an open field play we worked on it and we, we hadn't worked on it as close as we had uh as we were against Tulane it was a big post ball so it was a five-step drop and um I should have just I did I saw him open and, and wasn't at the end of my drop yet and I should have just ended my drop early and made the throw but instead you know I continued with the five-step drop and it was just a little late just because I mean he, he would have been out of the end zone if I would have got you know, fully through it um, and throwing it like like we did during practice. So uh, it was an open field play, and I took an open field drop for it, and just the space crowded up. And uh, by the time I was at the end of my drop, it was almost too late. I should have just moved on with the read, and I made the throw. Holden Aylers joining us, breaking it down from Saturday and holding so many plays that it could have gone a different way and the game might have gone different, but he capped off a great drive with a Ryan Jones touchdown, and that was called back due to an ineligible man downfield. You had the third down stop on defense, and then Xavier Smith gets a penalty, and uh, and they end up scoring. Tulane scores a touchdown on that. Uh, missed extra point, field goal uh, blocked. like So many things that just kind of had you going the wrong way on Saturday, and you're going to face a lot of adversity during a game, but it seems like you guys faced a ton of it on Saturday. Yeah, we did. Uh, I mean, quite honestly, just wasn't our day. Uh, I mean, none of us really played to the ability that we could have, and uh, I mean, we feel like as a team, we, we, we are all need to be held accountable for it, and uh, I mean, we, we just didn't play good enough to win. We didn't deserve to win that game Saturday. Holding a chance for the Pirates to bounce back this weekend against a homecoming game with Memphis, East Carolina, an early favorite, and uh, really an important game for this program to, to extend the season, to be able to get to bowl eligibility, which is one of the goals of this team. So I, I don't have to tell you how important every one of these games is, but uh, this is a key one Saturday if East Carolina is going to be able to get to uh, the bowl season. Yeah, 
Yeah, it is. Uh, you find out a lot about teams and a lot about people when their backs against the wall and um, you know, when they're going through adversity. So we're going to figure out what this team's about. I mean, we're going through some adversity right now. You know, clearly no one on our team thought we were going to be 3-3 three and three at this point, and we had uh, some, some pretty big goals going into the season. So um, we're, we're facing some adversity right now, but uh, we're going to figure out, you know, who in that locker room wants to fight and, and who wants to give in and, we're going to continue with the guys that want to fight and, and turn the season around. And it's the, the coach's responsibility to keep everybody's heads up in these times and moving forward. And Holden, I know you uh, take it upon yourself to be that leader on the offense, one of the leaders, a lot of veterans on this team. So, you know, is it uh, how, how difficult is it now to, to kind of rally the troops? Still a lot of football left, so a lot to play for. But, uh, you know, is it tough to keep everybody's heads up when you, you lose a game like you did Saturday? No, I don't think so. I mean, guys are probably more motivated now than they've ever been because I mean, we have big expectations for ourselves and for the team, um, especially offensively. We we got a lot of weapons, and we got we got to learn how to use them. And if a team stops one thing, we can't just the game can't just be over. We got to be able to adjust and and make different plays and get guys open in different routes and stuff like that. So it's a team effort. Uh, we definitely got to um, you know play play better as a team, and you know whatever's called, we got to be able to adjust to it and, and win games. Holden, how are you feeling uh, physically? I know we ask you that every every week, but uh, every week's a new week. So, how are you doing on the uh, health side? Yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, it's that middle of the season, uh, maybe I'm sure you know every every player in the country is hurting some part of their body. So that's just kind of how it is. And you know, it gets better in the week, and then you, you restart type thing. You know, kind of like we've said all year. But I mean, I'm moving around good for a Monday, and uh, just keep getting better until Saturday. Holden Naylor's joining us. Holden, uh, Rajay Harris will join us coming up Tuesday on the show, and uh, he will have surgery coming up on Thursday. I know Marlon Gunn a little banged up in the game on Saturday. How's uh, Marlon doing right now? He's doing good. Yeah, he, he's in the training room, kind of like the rest of the holding team is, to be honest with you. So uh, he'll be he'll be ready to go Saturday, and uh, we're going to need him. I mean, obviously, you know, Keaton can't take all the snaps, and, and he's banged up in his own right, so um, but yeah, I mean, he's he's just getting that first taste of college football, and how that is of you know getting something, getting an injury, or you know being hurt a little bit, but you know having to play through it. And a lot of times in high school, you don't get hit, you don't get hit like you do in college. So um, it's just just a learning curve for kind of those younger guys. But he's definitely done a really good job at that. Saw Camaro Edmonds get out on the field uh, late on Saturday. How's he coming along? Another run, uh, young running back there in the stable. Yeah, same thing with him. I mean, he's got to learn about college football and kind of how it is and the playbook and stuff like that. But he's super talented. He's definitely going to get his chance. I mean, any time you have a, a running back like Rajay go down, you're going to have to have guys step up. And Marlon's done a really good job of that. And, uh, I mean, Camaro's definitely going to have his time when, when the time's right. Hopefully going to be able to burn some rubber down the road clip. That's pretty good. Camaro Evans. Pretty good. Thank you. Edmonds. Edmonds, sorry. Yep, no problem. Just learning. You know, he's newer. Oh, you're still learning. <laughs> That's right. Just I'm like still, Camaro is. Hey, look, we all make mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> Things happen. Uh, so halfway down with the season, you said three and three isn't where you want you uh, where you want to be, Holden. But, again, still a lot to play for. Memphis coming up. Were you guys able to watch any of that Memphis game? Man, they're coming in here probably angry. They had that one won against Houston and then gave up two touchdowns in two minutes to lose it. Did you? Uh, did y'all watch that one live on Friday? Yeah, the ending of it. Uh, a couple of us had the had the chance to at least me and Flynn did. We're roommates. And we were watching it. So yeah, it was a, that was a crazy game. I'm sure they're not too happy about how they played the last, literally the last two minutes of the game. Because I mean, they were pretty much dominating that whole game until the final final couple minutes. So uh, they're a good team. I mean, they're 
they're going to contend for the conference championship this year, and uh, we're going to have to you know play our best game and you know get this bad taste out of our mouth Saturday. Holden, well, good luck Saturday, man. We'll be pulling for you, and uh, hopefully, as we said, a chance for a, a bounce back this weekend here in Greenville, and then uh, have another one back to back. So, two more back to back games here uh, in Greenville, both night games. So, at least uh, be able to enjoy and sleep in your own bed for the next few weeks. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you guys for having me. All right, let's talk to uh, X. He joins us on the Pit Electric Live Line, East Carolina linebacker Xavier Smith. Xavier, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing good. Uh, Pirates coming off that loss to Tulane. Xavier, we talk about the good and the bad. I went by my uh, parents' house yesterday, and my mom said, what happened with Xavier on that penalty? That was unlike him. What? So, Xavier, I'll let you uh, explain. You got an uncharacteristic penalty there after a third down stop. So, uh, what, what was going on between you and the, the Tulane player there? Yeah, uh, first of all, you know, it definitely wasn't me. Uh, you know, going into big ball games like that, you come in with a lot of emotion. And that's all it was. I just played with a lot of emotion. And right there, I lost myself and it cost the team. You know, I apologize to my teammates. I apologize to my coaches. Uh, you know, it really ate me up after it happened because, you know, like I said, that's not me and I hurt the team. And that's the last thing I want to do. So, the Power Nation, I apologize. That wasn't me. It was very unlike myself. And, you know, I won't let mistakes like that happen again. You know, I'll do better always. But, you know, like I said, it was just uh, motion. I played with a lot of motion and passion uh, for the game and my teammates. And, you know, I let it, I let it get uh, my emotions out the way right there. So, you know, I'm apologetic for it. And, you know, I can't go back in the past. It's something you want to go back and get, but I can't get that back. Yeah. Well, Troy, I, I just got a text from my yeah. mom. She said, tell him it's okay. So uh, it's all good, Xavier. Miss <laughs> Brock is, uh, is, uh, accepts the apology, and so does Pirate Nation. And, uh, yeah. You're not the first player that happened to on the field. Uh, so, yeah. It won't be the last. Definitely. So, yeah. Uh, as far as the, the – yeah, and and look again. You're not the, the first; won't be the last. But uh, like you said, all you can do now is not let it happen again, and uh, and go on from there. Uh, man, Michael Pratt, talented quarterback. Talked about it with Jeremy Lewis earlier, but you guys were able to get to him a few times, and and even early in the year, Xavier, when this defense was playing out of its mind. One nitpick complaint I had was, hey, where are the sacks? Where's the pressure? Well, you got one on Saturday. Jeremy got one. Lampley uh, was big. Miles Berry, Stevens getting a half sack. So you guys finally were able to uh, to get to the quarterback, have some success there rushing the passer. Yeah, for sure. We definitely uh, had a lot of plays out there on defense, and we left a lot of plays out there as well. He's uh, obviously the score reflects. But, you know, Pratt, he's a great quarterback. Uh, you know, a couple of defensive guys after the game, we just talk about, you know, how he's grown as a player, as a quarterback, and how much better he's got. You know, we were getting him pretty good. He was taking some pretty good shots. He was just standing in the pocket and made great throws. So, you know, hats off to them. You know, Tulane's a good football team. You know, they just came out there and played a, they played a better game than we did. We've got to get back and fix it. Xavier, we talked this Troy. We talked to uh, Holton earlier, and he said, "You know, look, this isn't uh, this team wasn't expecting to be three and three at this point, but it, you are what you are right now, and you can't worry about the games that we've played. You, you've got a whole, you know, at the midway point, you got half the season to go, so there's still a lot of football to be played and a, a lot of opportunities to win again. How is the attitude of this team? You were out there at practice yesterday. How how have uh, guys responding after what you know most would say is it was a setback Saturday." Yeah, uh, for sure. But uh, yesterday, the guys responded uh, great, actually. Uh, you know, the leadership on the team still good. The spirit on the team still good. Um, 
one thing I told the uh, players is that, you know, obviously not where we want to be, but all the teams that, you know, compete for championships, you know, they're still, like, this, this league's competitive. Like, you see everyone playing with everybody, and all the teams that, you know, we got to be to win out, they're still on the schedule. We can still uh, have a shot at chasing the goal we want to have. So just keeping the uh, spirit of the team, keeping everyone's mental positive is just uh, what we're focusing on right now. Uh, forget about lack sweet. Uh, make the corrections and uh, you know come ready to work this week. And the next challenge is Memphis, and uh, they are coming off a loss that they thought should be a win. They were beating Houston for about 58 minutes, 59 minutes, and 40 seconds of that game. Houston scores two late touchdowns, so you know they're going to come in angry, uh, but a really good team uh, coming in to face you at Dowdy Ficklin this weekend, Xavier. Yeah, uh, Memphis is great uh, every year. You know, I know it's going to be a big uh, ball game for them. Just going off of last year, we know. Our last game went, so those guys are going to come here with a lot of emotion as well. And we just got to, you know, eliminate the mistakes we made last week uh, and play better football. Because that's what it comes down to, winning those close games. Every team in this conference can beat everybody. So we got to come ready to play for four quarters. And Memphis will have revenge on the minds because last time the Pirates played the Tigers, stopped them on the two-point conversion, and Xavier Smith is doing backflips uh, midfield <laughs> celebrating with his teammates. That was uh, yeah. That was a heck of a moment for you guys, X. Yeah, definitely a moment we're going to remember. Uh, and definitely a moment they remembered as well. So, uh, like I said, it's going to be a big ball game. It's going to be, you know, a little backyard fight, as some of the coaches may say. So, it's going to be a good, fun game to play in and watch. Xavier Smith joining us. Pit Electric Live line here on a Players Lounge Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Xavier, well, what? I don't know what uh, took place at practice yesterday as you correct mistakes from last week. Uh, what was that like getting back together with your team? Um, it was a whole lot of mental because, uh, you know, it has nothing to do with talent, has nothing to do with scheme. It just comes down to, you know, uh, trusting the scheme, trusting your brothers, and just doing your job because we've seen on special teams all three phases, uh, players were left on the field, and that's what we just focus on, uh, trusting your brothers to do your job and just play your job, you know, do your job, basically. Sorry. Do your job. Sounds like our staff meetings on Monday, Troy. Do your job. And we're trying to make we're, corrections. we got to get the team better. Yeah, so very similar. So we got talented players across the board. You know, we have great guys, production all across the board. We just got to put it all together and use it to win ball games. For that, we're right there. Very relatable. Absolutely, everybody can relate to that in life and uh, in what they do. Xavier, uh, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate it, and uh, we will talk to you again next Monday. Good luck this week against the Tigers. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys always. Miles Berry joining us today on the program. Miles, how you doing, man? How you doing? Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. We're doing well. Uh, you, you players get over the losses quicker than we do, uh, Miles, because you got another game to get ready for. So we're still stinging uh, from the loss to Tulane over the weekend. You guys have uh, had to put that one in the rear view. But before we completely do that, Miles, uh, what, what was your take on the defensive effort and the uh, the team effort there in New Orleans on Saturday? Well, yeah, I just think we we didn't play the big plays well. You know, uh, I think we, we played good, definitely stopped the run. You know, they only had like 40-something rushing yards, I believe. But uh, we gave up 350 passing yards. And, you know, especially in our league, you can't do that and be successful. So we're just going to have to stop those big plays and uh, play better in the passing game. Uh, but tough loss. Uh, hats off to them. They they played really well. You know, they um, the practice. Pratt quarter the quarterback Pratt excuse me 
Um, he, he threw the ball well, you know, stayed in the pocket, took a lot of hits, uh, but he did what he needed to do to win. So just got to be better this week. And credit to him. I, I might have undersold him going into the game when people would say, well, who's going to be the quarterback? I said, does it really matter? Their third string quarterback just went to Houston and won. But we've seen a lot of Pratt. That's the best he's ever looked. He was he was slinging it. And Xavier, Jeremy, and now yourself, because I think you got back there in the backfield and uh, you were credited with a half sack. Y'all were hitting him. Y'all were knocking him down. And he got up every time. He, he was a tough player. He was a good player on Saturday. Yeah, most definitely. And we knew that because uh, even facing him in 2020 COVID year, he played really well against us. So we knew that going in. We knew what his ability was, and he just he had a great game, and he executed. Miles Barry joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. So, Miles, you get back together as a group on Sunday. You guys have been able to bounce back from losses this year. You don't want to have to keep doing that, but it does seem like a resilient bunch. So how about bouncing back from this one on Sunday? Was uh, how, how was the spirits out there at practice? Uh, you know, the bad taste in our mouth, like, like after any L. Uh, but like you said, you got to have a short memory. You got to look at the film, see what mistakes you made, you know, and, and learn from them and build, build for the next week. We have another huge uh, conference opponent in Memphis coming in uh, for homecoming. You know, not that it makes any difference, but, you know, we, we have a certain pride uh, for that alone, and we got we to gotta do what we need to do to win this weekend. And, man, Memphis is going to come in here angry. Did you see the, the end of their game? Uh, were you able to watch yeah. that Friday night, Miles? They, <laughs> they had that game won, and then Houston scores two touchdowns in about a minute 41, I think. And uh, knocks them off, so you know they're going to be coming in here mad. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy fourth quarter. I got to see really a lot of that game. So yeah, they're going to be they're going to be coming in uh, mad. They have a bad taste in their mouth, also. So you know we 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 just got to do what we need to do, and like I said, fix up the corrections. So we can we can get a big win this weekend. And not that you probably need that reminder, Miles, but that is a reminder that you just never know until that clock hits triple zeros what's the what the outcome's gonna be. I mean, again, Memphis had that thing won. Uh Houston uh gets the onside, didn't stop, and uh ended up winning the game. And that uh that's a good reason to just play the next play, right, Miles? It could go your way. Yeah. No, you have to. I mean you don't you don't stop until that clock it's triple zero. You know, you got to play to the end, especially in football. There's so many different things and so many variables that can happen that can alter a game. So you always want to play to the end of the vi- to the end of the whistle, and when the clock hits triple zero. So that, that was definitely an example of that. Miles Berry, four tackles uh, in the game, also credited with a half sack and a pass breakup. Uh, about five sacks on the day. Uh, for East Carolina Miles getting after that quarterback and uh, something that we hadn't we hadn't, we hadn't seen the sack numbers too high this season. So what changed on Saturday? How were you able to, to get after him? Uh, I just feel like the pressures that were called were, were working and we were also doing like adding adding on with the pressures a little bit um, and, and we were just able to really contain him in the pocket and be able to sack him. And that's something that we kind of haven't been able to do in weeks past and we did that on saturday is that something that like like in baseball you we saw bryson whirl you hit one home run then he's going to hit 10 home runs if you you get one sack do you feel like that could start a little momentum a little trend here where we're going to see those sack numbers continue yeah especially i mean even 
especially if you get a big hit on the quarterback. You know, if you get a big hit on the quarterback, he's not the only one that feels it. Everybody feels it, you know. So it can definitely rattle him. It can rattle the old lineman a little bit in their protection. So getting one it will definitely start a good trend of getting multiple other sacks in a game. And something else that helps that too, Miles, you talked about it earlier, stopping the run and uh, allowing – uh, just 41 net rushing yards to Tulane. Now, Pratt was able to get get you through the air a little bit, but uh, stopping the run means more drawbacks, more passes, and more opportunities to get sacked. So if you guys can can have that kind of output, uh, production from the defensive side, stopping the run, you're going to get more opportunities to uh, to go after the QB. Right, right. So that's that's always the number one mission is to stop the, stop the run and win first down. But now our main thing is winning those second and third downs also um, and not giving up. Like I said in the past, just just getting better in our in our pass drops and in our, in our pass coverage and getting off the field on third down because I feel like that's where we struggled. Um, last, last weekend, that was a little uncharacteristic for us is getting off the field on third down. So we just kind of have to go back to, to getting off the field and playing how we play. Uh, Memphis known for some high-powered offenses that used to start with – with their ground game. So how about 2022 Memphis? And then you got to see them last year. Miles had that big two-point conversion stop. Uh, but what about this Memphis team? What uh, kind of stands out offensively for them? Uh, definitely experienced, just like us. Uh, very experienced. They are very physical. Um, and they have some expl- explosive weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Um, definitely their receiver. They have a strong receiver core and a strong running back. Uh, so, like I said, we're going to have to play our game, do what we need to do, and make sure we're operating on all gears so we, we have a big win this weekend. What a moment it was last time you two teams met. And and here's what I remember. I remember, I believe it was Bruce Bivens. It looked like he was shot out of a cannon uh, going after the quarterback on that two-point play. And then I remember the aftermath with Xavier doing backflips. So, Miles, what do you remember about that two-point stop last year in Memphis? Uh, man, so – I, I like you said it was it was Bruce it was either Bruce or Jeremy uh, that was shot out of a cannon like you said to get to the quarterback and I was able to tip it uh, I tipped the ball down at the end and I just remember it, I was like man it's over you know we're and that was our sixth win uh, and and we we knew we were going bowling and that's something that's a feeling that I've never had before you know knowing that we were going bowling and it, it was just a feeling of. Uh, being proud and, and overjoyed, really, I can say. I was just overjoyed at the fact that, you know, that was a goal of ours that we've had for years, and we finally accomplished it. So definitely want to return that feeling this year. No doubt. And and as we know, uh, us people that watch from the outside like to start counting up wins the rest of the way. Uh, you can't get three wins at one time, Miles. So the goal is to uh, to get one Saturday, right? Right. we got to go 1-0 and this week. That's the main goal. Uh, you ready to to don those uh, modern throwback unis that you'll be rocking on Saturday? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see how how I'm gonna look at them personally, but <laughs> but how we're gonna look at them, look in them uh, as a complete team. So very eager to put those on, and the, the meaning behind it is very powerful too. So. Yeah, very. Looking forward to Saturday. That's a good point, Miles. And you, you kind of think broader uh, than a lot. And it's also, you know, the the Hall of Fame weekend. We talked to Marcus Crandall, uh, Pirate QB, great uh, on the Brian Bailey show earlier today. You're going to have a lot of legends out there too. So you know, playing for yourself, playing for your team, your family, and uh, and even some of the legends from the past. Yeah, playing for the people that came before us, and then 
also playing for my family and playing for the future. So there's a lot that goes into, you know, homecoming games and that pride and uh, getting a lot of alumni back. Uh, so that's why we need to do everything we need to do in our power to get a big win for not just us, but Pirate Nation as a whole. Miles, you said uh, after four home games, you were about ready to get on the road just for something different. Now, after two straight on the road, you, you're glad to be back home for a game? Most, most definitely glad to be back in Dowdy. And, uh, you know, I love Dowdy. I love the fan base. I love how uh, excited and rocking the stadium is. So it's going to be great to be back. But, you know, my main thing is I just want to get a dub. You know, that's the go one to know this week. So uh, we can go back to setting it off in conference. All right, Miles, go get that win. Uh, have a great week of practice, man. And we'll talk to you coming up next Monday here on Pirate Radio. Thank you. All right. See you soon. All right, let's head out to the Pit Electric live line, talk to East Carolina's Jeremy Lewis. He joins us on the Delcor Players Lounge today. Jeremy, how you doing on this Monday, man? I'm doing good. Can't complain. We're uh, we're halfway through the season, so I'm sure the body doesn't feel like it did uh, back in August, but uh, how you holding up health-wise here halfway through? Oh, health-wise, I'm good, yeah, but you know how we're doing the season. Some bumps and some bruises are going to pop up, but other than that, I'm good. Uh, Jeremy, let's, let's start with a positive. Uh, saw uh, some pass rush getting to the quarterback, especially in the second half of that two-lane game. And, and even when the defense was going great earlier this year, if uh, if we had to nitpick, we'd say, you know, where are the sacks? Where's the uh, the pressure on the quarterback? Well, that, uh, that took place on Saturday. You were able to get yourself one. Uh, Xavier had one. Uh, Lampley, Miles, Chad Stevens. So that pass rush uh, got going on Saturday. I know you were uh, pleased to see that. Almost definitely. You know, we're trying to switch some things up schematically, and we was able to get home a couple of times. And just going to keep building on that and keep those sacks rolling in. And uh, I tell you, Pratt, uh, pretty elusive. He could sling it. I mean, you, it just kind of goes to show you're, you're facing some good offenses, some good quarterbacks this year. But uh, how good was Michael Pratt compared to uh, other QBs you've seen this year? Uh, he's a really good quarterback. You know, we play, we play good opponents every other week. But he's definitely a good quarterback. He was, uh, he was physical, able to throw it downfield. And even when we hit him hard, he got back up. So he'll probably play on Sundays. But he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Jeremy, uh, you guys have been pretty resilient coming off losses. So, uh, was that kind of the mindset on Sunday? Get right back to work. What was it like uh, for you guys yesterday out there? Oh, most definitely, you got to have a quick memory, get over it. You know what I'm saying? Come back the next day, ready to work. And things are not going. Things are not just going to come easy. So, you know, we're trying to just bounce back, move on. Wish we could have had that one, but we didn't get it. So now we got to move on. Time for the next game. What are the uh, the mini meetings and discussions like? after a win after a loss and even after a win jeremy what do you guys talk about with you know coach harrell your position coaches your teammates what what are those talks like uh following a game on saturday you know they're definitely different because everybody got that sort that sour taste in their mouth you know coming off a loss so you know it's just it's never going to be the same energy coming off of, off of a win but you know the mentality still the same you know you got to attack each day 100 percent, even if we win or lose but you know, locker room might be a little, a little bit more silent on the, off that loss than after a win. So, other than that, we still trying to attack each game the same, same mentality. You know, just come out on top next time. Uh, Jeremy, you talk about it as, as a team, I'm sure, and the goals and, and what you got to improve on, what you got to keep doing well. How about you uh, individually through six games this year? You know, we'll start with what, what you're pleased with. Uh, you know, what, what have you done well in your opinion uh, so far this season? 
Uh, <laughs> shoot, I'm just trying to get better. <laughs> it ain't just nothing I yeah. said that I've done well, but I'm just trying to, you know, keep getting better, keep getting, trying to keep getting to the quarterback and, you know, try to create more turnovers, not just me as a defense. We're trying to create more turnovers and be better on third down situations. So we just improve as a team and that individual success will come. Yeah, well, that answers my question on what you want to improve on because you talked about it there, getting better every single day. And uh, Memphis coming up next, tough opponent. Uh, man, they had Houston beat the entire game on Friday night, and then Houston scores two late touchdowns to really shock Memphis. So they're going to come in uh, angry on uh, on Saturday for homecoming. What have you seen so far from uh, this Memphis Tigers team? Oh, real good team. You know, we watch we had watched film on them a lot when they played Navy and they beat Navy. So it's a real good team. They all Houston's predict was projected to win the conference, and they all they took them to the last second of the game. So you know, we can't can't overlook Memphis at all. They're a very good opponent, and you know they got they got a fast offense, a good quarterback from last year, a big D line. So you know, we just got to be ready coming to this game, staying motivated. Jeremy, uh, you'll be able to. Uh, you, you, they say you look good, feel good, play good, all that. You'll be looking good on uh, on Saturday with the modern throwback uh, uniforms. I know you're ready to uh, to debut those, right? What's your your take on those unis? Oh yeah, they're, they're nice. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're real nice. It's good to get a little get a little throwback action. They put the little pass with the present. So I mean, it's it's, it's going to be nice to wear those. And Jeremy, I think uh, you said earlier in the year, and you, you'll play whenever they tell you to play. But uh, you got a seven thirty this week, a seven thirty next week. So uh, you're excited to be under the lights. You, I think you said you'd like to have them a little earlier. Go ahead and get them out of the way. But uh, a couple of night games coming up for you here. How you feel about that? Yeah, much rather play in the in, in the morning time. You know, have some time up after the game, but. Like my coach said, you got to be a parking lot player, and when you say a parking lot player, that means you'll play whenever, wherever. So <laughs> we're we going to be ready no matter no matter what time we play, we're going to be ready. All right, the parking lot Pirates will be ready uh, coming up this uh, Saturday late night and also uh, the following Saturday against the UCF Knights. Jeremy Lewis joining us today on the Pit Electric Live line. Uh, Jeremy, what's uh, you talk about getting better every single day. What's the uh, What does this Memphis offense look like? What are some of the, uh, the keys, the focus? for the uh, Tigers this week? You know, they are fast, physical, great quarterback. Like I said earlier, they know they got good running backs. And, they, you know, they like to try to run a, run a bunch of stuff and some kind of trick plays, you know, try to confuse you. So you're not just going to get, like, oh, three, three of their best plays. They're going to run this all game. If you can't stop it or not, they're going to throw a whole lot of stuff at you. And, you know, Coach Harrell does a great job getting us prepared for the stuff that they run. So, we're going to be ready, and, you know, we just got to do our job, and we'll be successful. Jeremy Lewis coming off four tackles against Tulane and got in the backfield for a sack on Michael Pratt as well uh, for an eight-yard loss. I didn't notice it at the time, Jeremy. Do you have a uh, a sack celebration, or did you, did you go back to the defensive huddle? What would you do? No, I just, <laughs> just, a little, just a little excitement, you know, just a little screaming. <laughs> like my first solo sack of the year, so, you know, I was I – was, I was turned up, you know, trying to trying to keep my self confidence up, you know. But yeah, we got back to the photo and got back third down, so you know, I couldn't celebrate too much. Like, oh. Yeah, you got to get back. These offenses are fast, uh, Jeremy. We, I know we asked you back in uh, August, but who are your favorite pass rushers, past and present, to watch and uh, maybe try to get a few tips from? Who do, who do you like watching? 
Oh, Von Miller most definitely, you know, he's not the biggest, but he's one of the best ever. And then Rashawn Gary, he's pretty he, – I, I really like him, the way he the way he prepares for the games. And, you know, his – like I watch – study him a lot, and most of the time the stuff he do in practice, he'll go do it in the game as well. So Von Miller, Rashawn Gary, two of my top coming out the edge-wise. But, you know, those guys right there, especially Von Miller, he's such a – so, so quick and switch. He can do any move he wants, you know, just – Ghost rush, spin move, bull rush, counter move, anything you want, he can do it. So I, I really just like to study Von Miller. Jeremy Lewis joining us today, East Carolina edge rusher, as he uh, is on the Pit Electric Live line here on the Delcor Players Lounge. Jeremy, we'll let you uh, get back to work, man. Thanks for joining us today, and uh, good luck this week. We'll talk to you next Monday. Yes, sir. Thank you. Isaiah Winstead joining us. Uh, you got any scoop on Andrew Conrad for us, Isaiah? I only see who they put in to kick in practice, so right. I, I wouldn't know. There you go. Isaiah, uh, East Carolina coming off a loss to Tulane. Frustrating, I know. Felt like you could have beat those guys, but uh, you uh, continue to put up numbers, 9 for 90, and uh, Isaiah, I was looking at it overall. You uh, set some goals. We asked you before the season. You wanted uh, – you said 1,000 yards was a – uh, a floor for you. You wanted at least a thousand. You put the number at twelve touchdowns. Well, right now you're on pace for over eleven hundred yards, almost a hundred catches. And I, as you know, TD number is going to go up. But uh, as you look at it halfway through, how you feel about uh, you? And then I guess also uh, the team at this point in the season. Uh, me personally, I feel like you know if I could sacrifice some of those numbers for wins then I would choose the wins over the numbers. But besides all of that, like with the team and, you know, stuff like that, I, you know, feel good, uh, you know, to make plays for the team and stuff like that. So I just got to keep doing what I do. And whenever the um, opportunity presents itself, just continue to make plays for the team. Talked about it with Holden, uh, with guys on defense. Like it, there was issues everywhere. Holden had a couple picks. Uh, we talked to Xavier about his penalty, and he said that was out of character for him. It won't happen again. And then uh, you know special teams as well. So uh, a lot of different reasons you lost that game against Tulane. What did you uh, What did you guys talk about when you met as a team yesterday about it? Looking back on it, like we usually like set like goals, like you know certain stuff like. Uh, before the play penalties, after the play penalties, stuff like that, and we lost in those in that uh, category and stuff. Like that's you know kind of like how you lose games and stuff. You know, um, free yards. Like when you get penalties, that's giving them free yards. You know, I had one too when I had stepped out of bounds and came back in and caught the ball. So um, stuff like that. You know, um, of course, offense and defense, and basically in all three phases, you gotta be on point. So. When you're not on point um, in those categories and you have flags and stuff, you know, that's... It's a recipe recipe for... Yeah, yeah. And was that... I didn't see this. I saw people talking about it, like a CJ penalty where, you know, DBs are always, I guess, trying to get under your skin, make you do something. (laughs) Was it a case where... Or it might have been after you got hit, actually. Did CJ kind of stand up for you? He got a a flag for that. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, dude should have got called for targeting because the ball had went over my head and I came down. I ain't even had the ball. He came and still hit me, helmet to helmet, and that's when CJ had came and pushed him. Yeah. So you know, it's you know, it's a 
bad play by CJ, but he's you get up it. For his team. He's yeah, taking he up for his teammate. I probably would have did the same for him. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we see it happen every game. We saw it in the NFL yesterday. Try to remember what game it was. QB got hit, and you always see these big old linemen come and yeah, take out the guy. Steal this game. Yep, Can't yep, it. yep. And uh, so, one of those things. Uh, Pirates trying to get back in the win column this week against uh, Memphis. And uh, you, you looked at their defense at all, man. They're coming off a game they should have won on Friday night. They lost it there at the end. Uh, what do you know about this Tigers team right now? Uh, before I got here, we had a little meeting, and we was going over, um, you know, the scouting report and coverages and stuff like that I don't want to say too much about their defense because I want them to run the defense that they're going to run so I don't want them to know anything that you know we got going on so you know we just feel confident like we do every week that we're going to make something happen uh, Matt says ask him about uh, running all those gassers in back to back two minute drills so I guess you were doing a lot of running there late in the game how's, uh, how's the body holding up there in the fourth quarter yeah, it wasn't that bad, but it was hot, and we uh, we've been practicing in like sixty degree weather right. over the past couple of days. So, and it was like eighty five out there. So, like fatigue was kind of kicking in. Though. All right, Isaiah, we like to ask you non football questions, get you to open up with us a little bit. So, if y'all can think of any, let me know. I had one. I, I've uh, got you one. You got a football or non football? It's non football, um, and it's from your dad. Your dad wanted us to ask you about. I think it was like a nickname that you had in Pop Warner football or Little League football. I can't remember. Do you remember? They used to call me Megatron. Megatron. Yeah, the old uh, Calvin. What were you, like, Mawson guys in Little League and stuff? Yeah, I had, like, number 81 when I was first starting in uh, rec football. They used to call me Megatron. All right. I like the 11. Looks good. You you feel good with 11? That's my favorite number. Yeah, I like that. Uh, What's your uh, all-time favorite cereal? All-time favorite cereal probably is going to be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I don't even eat cereal no more, though. Yeah, that's a good call, though. Why? It's, uh, too much sugar or whatever. What? Yeah, it just ain't too good for you. Yeah. You don't do... You don't put a lot of... So- like. I try not to. Yeah. I you eat clean. To. So like, You never you- had a soda, right? Yeah, I don't... I ain't drunk soda since, like, fifth grade. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. So what's your, like... What are you eating tonight for dinner? Um... Quesadillas. Okay. Mm. But like, not like like cheese all over and stuff, right? Like a healthy quesadilla? No, nah, it's going to be... Oh, okay, good. I'm proud of you. Yeah, yeah. It's a cheat day. have a little something. Like <laughs> so when you go to a Mexican restaurant, what what is your like go-to item on? Like, like me... That's a good I, question. Look, like me, I, I do the standard. And that's the ACP. I just get the chicken, rice, and cheese. <laughs> basic B. Um, I'm basic. I like the burrito tacos. You know mm-hmm. about them? Yeah. You know, and you dip them. The burrito the tacos. Burrito tacos. Burrito. Burrito. Yeah. No, I don't. What are you dipping it in? You dipping it in some. Some. Some kind of sauce, like yeah, a, maybe some a cheese sauce, cheese sauce like or something, or salsa. Uh, runny. It's like a runny, like watery kind of sauce. It ain't. Oh, okay. Uh, like a salsa, you. like a yeah, okay. something like that. All right. You like mm. spicy food? Yeah. 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 My wife kind of got me on fajitas. She goes fajitas every time, and now I've started to enjoy those. Fajitas, definitely. It's like a whole meal if you want it to be, or you can wrap it up in the uh, in the burrito. Yeah, they got, like, taco salads and stuff. I'd be getting that, too. I like the taco salad. All right. Uh, good question. Oh, uh, who's your uh, – do you have a favorite superhero? 
Do you watch those movies, Marvel movies or anything? Yeah. Who's your um, favorite? I probably don't got a favorite superhero. <laughs> if you if you could get maybe we've asked you this before in the past, but if you could have one superpower, what would the superpower be? Like if you like what superpower are you gonna utilize the most and take advantage of the most? Like it depends. Like, do I still play football? <laughs> yeah, I love, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still if a football I still player play here. Football. I have uh, super speed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that'd go. be pretty easy. Yeah. Throw a screen, watch them go. Yeah. How about off the field though? Like, you could still be super fast, get off everywhere. Off the field, yeah. I'll probably, uh, probably to be invisible. Okay. All right. Uh, stupid question, Chad, but I'll ask it. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Wow. Isaiah, you can't be right on everything, and you're wrong on this one. A hot dog's not a sandwich. A sandwich has two pieces of bread. Hot dog's got one bun. <laughs> what is your answer to that, Chandler? I mean... Well, the thing... Initially, no, it's not a sandwich. But if you break that bun in half and you put it like that... Right. Then that's a sandwich. That's fine, but that's not how... But that's, but that's not how a lot right, of people eat their right. hot dogs. Is a taco a sandwich? No, that's a good question. Hold on. Because a taco shell is like a more bun. Like, that's more like that's a wrap. Not, that's not bread, though. It's British. That ain't bread. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that, <laughs> nah, taco's definitely not a, a sandwich. Okay. All right. Look, this debate will go on forever. We'll never have an answer, a real answer for it. Uh, Matt says, you just asked a high-level athlete why he doesn't eat cinnamon toast crunch anymore. <laughs> yeah, pretty self-explanatory, I guess. And I guess he knows those uh, tacos you're talking about. Is a cheesesteak a sandwich? Yes. Yeah. A cheesesteak? Yeah. How could it not be? I guess he's saying if it's like one piece of bread. Like in Philly, I'm pretty sure that it's like a one piece of bread where you kind of can fold it but over. But it still feels like there's a um, there's a top and a bottom to it. Though. Right, though. So really a hot dog is a sandwich then. There's a bottom. Where's the top? I mean, you eating it literally the same way as a, top, um, as a um, hot dog. This is why I like to ask him non-football questions, because he really gets into yes, it. Yes, I know. All right, man. Hot dog's a sandwich. I bet you don't eat hot dogs. No. Yeah. If you were to eat a hot dog, what would be on your hot dog? What would you put on it? Um, Mustard. Um, I don't eat ketchup on anything except fries. Yeah, that's fair. I don't like ketchup on nothing else besides fries. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I'll get it on a burger or a dog, but yeah, fries. But you, uh, so you like mustard? You, uh, but you, uh, we found out you don't like ranch or blue cheese. No, you don't mess with that. All right, we're learning a lot about Isaiah Winstead here. Um, I was gonna save this, but while while we're here, we'll ask you, uh, ask the guys later this month, uh, Halloween season. Do you have like an all time favorite Halloween costume that you wore? Like growing up? Mm, nah. I think the most I wore was like a scream mask. Oh, okay. That's about it. I probably, yeah, I probably wore the scream costume before as a, as like a The kid. whole thing? Yeah. Did you like those movies? Yeah. Yeah. Those were good movies. Uh, Robert says, who's your favorite NBA player? Man. You say you don't watch it that much, yeah, do you? I guess LeBron cool. <laughs> All right. Can't go wrong with him, I guess. LeBron. Uh, oh, yeah, because we asked you the best dunker of all time. And uh, 
I said Vince was the answer. You kind of you went Vince. You went who else? Uh, who I said? I think I said uh, Zach Levine. You talked about yeah, Levine. Zach Levine. Yeah. All right. If y'all got any questions for Isaiah, let us know, and we'll get them in here in the next couple minutes. Uh, so getting ready for homecoming. You get the, how you like those jerseys you guys will be wearing this week? They tough. Yeah. Well. Have you heard about the white helmet curse? I knew you was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I think I like the white helmets. I think if if y'all were wearing a purple helmet, we still would have missed field goals and thrown interceptions. I don't think it matters that much. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't feel like it. Yeah, determine how we play. Did we have what color helmets we had against Navy? White. Yeah. <laughs> but hey hey go out and win in white this week right for sure that's all you can do uh go beat memphis chandler you got anything uh i'm looking up some weird would you rather questions so when i find a good one oh boy oh somebody said we should ask him the uh we asked you the third grader one there was one about would you rather fight uh one gorilla sized chicken or eight chicken sized gorillas so you got one giant chicken or eight chicken-sized gorillas. Which one would you eight rather fight? Them. Yeah. Can they jump? Like, yeah, they're like jumping all around and stuff. But you could kick them. They're strong though. It's like, I mean, they're not as strong as a actual full-size gorilla, but like, they still probably got some strength to them. I guess all like eight combined. The size of a gorilla though. That's. With that beak? Yeah, that's crazy. I'm going to have to go with the gorillas. And then, uh, yeah, you could, like, kick a couple of them, fight a couple yeah. off, you'd be all right. All right, good answer. Would you rather... Thanks right. for thinking that through. Isaiah, <laughs> would you rather listen to an annoying laugh for a whole day or get tickled for one hour? Jesus. <laughs> annoying laugh. Okay. Annoying laughs be funny, though. <laughs> well, not after the first hour. Yeah. But then again, you but then if you get t- if you get tickled for one hour, that could turn into pain. That yeah, could, like, you eat. might lose your breath for Yeah. Real. Yeah, that sounds like a dangerous situation. Great question, Chandler. Aren't you glad you do this every Monday, Isaiah? Yeah. It's That's cool. got to be the highlight of your week, man. <laughs> you just look forward to it every week, coming I, in and answering these stupid questions. Here's a good one. Would you rather your only mode of transportation be a donkey or a giraffe? Hmm. A giraffe that that's gonna be tough to get up there. Yeah, but a don a donkey. Because what if you fall out the giraffe? That's it, a good point. It's a long fall. Yeah, I don't want to fall. I wonder what the speed of a donkey is. We'll see how fast. Oh, did you see the other day? They compared Keaton the to an yeah. African yeah. elephant. Yeah. Does the African elephant really go up to twenty five miles per hour? Are you saying they lied uh, to us? I feel like I don't believe that. I mean, <laughs> a tw- you're talking about twenty five miles per hour, an elephant. Man. See how fast the giraffe is. Ooh, giraffes can get up to 37. They'd be booking. wonder if they got uh, donkey speed here real quick. Let's see. Oh, 15, yeah. but safety first. I'm going 15. Yeah, just chilling. Just cruising. Yeah, yeah. Creeping cruise. on a donkey. That'd be a good uh, rap song. Creeping on the donkey. Probably slow. Yeah. Yeah. You're cool with that, right? Chilling, yeah. yeah. Get on my phone. All right, get one more, Chandler. Would you rather be able to shrink down to the size of an ant or grow to the size of a skyscraper? Mm, good question. Um, skyscraper. I don't want to get stepped on. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you don't want to get stepped on, right? Yeah. Stepped on. Yeah. And there ain't nobody. And then it's also like you—you you can't get as an ant to get from like say here 
to the oh it take you forever take you forever yeah so if you're a skyscraper you could probably take five steps and be in you know yeah. wilson and then ain't nobody gonna see you if you're an ant yeah yeah well, all right isaiah we uh tackled the important questions today thank you for answering as always uh, good luck this week against memphis and uh, we'll talk to you next monday man yes, appreciate sir. it appreciate it You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 